Grand Rising, and welcome back to the podcast. Here we are, Only Black Cosmonaut, looking to explore our inner universe and shining that light of love and acceptance. We are talking always with guided meditations, mindfulness, and movement. How you been? This is the 10th episode in the series of Sankofa. I look to meditate on the energy of looking back and bringing forth some positive, constructive, meaningful lessons from my past. And I go into my generational past as well as my personal past. So in hopes you've been enjoying the previous episodes, looking to understand how we are strong just because we are strong, but it doesn't mean we look to live heavy things. I wondered if you got any jewels or understanding or a conversation or anything from last week's episode when we were talking about I love people and I hate humans. That was part two. There's no end to that. I just wanted to keep going. <laughs> this week's episode is the reset of a man. We're moving on to part four. And what I'm going to introduce to you is the 10 pillars of manhood. I had um, spoken about these pillars before. And the one thing that I mentioned or kind of pre-spoke before I mentioned the pillars is that I created these along my path in life, searching for and creating a better version of the man I want to be. I started with understanding what masculinity was and then looked into the adjective masculine and then really decide for myself what that means to me. So when I'm defining masculinity or even not me defining it, when it's defined, masculinity is defined as a set of attributes, behaviors, and roles associated with boys and men. Although masculinity is socially constructed, some research indicates that some behaviors considered masculine are biologically influenced. To what extent masculinity is biological or socially influenced, it's subject to debate. So before we begin, and I'll talk about that in just a second, I want you to Say to yourself that you trust your purpose. Everything I do, I walk in the light of it being a greater purpose for me. Something that is offering me light into my darkest thoughts or my dark unknown steps of life. So talking about the masculinity, the big thing for me uh, out of that definition is that it being a socially constructed energy conversation. But some research indicates that the behaviors are considered biological. So what are some of those behaviors that are biological? And then what are those that we can consider socially constructed? When we look at the adjective of masculine, Having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men, especially through strength and aggressive and aggressiveness. Now, I know aggressiveness has a negative energy or a connotation to it, especially 
when we put the ego in it because, you know, you got to get aggressive. But if we look to take away the ego, I can still see a strong purpose in aggression, in aggressiveness, as long as it's not put towards someone else in hurt, you know, to take away from someone else. Why is this important to me? I wonder that I wonder if that's a question for you. Why is it important for me to understand masculinity and the masculine energy within myself? Because it's that much more important or it that it's as important to understand the feminine energy within myself. If I'm born a man, I identify a man and I believe I am a man then therefore I want to understand how that's defined in the dimension or in the world that I live in. So I start with reading the dictionary. And if the dictionary defines masculinity as a set of attributes or behaviors or roles associated with boys and men, okay, give me some more. It says although masculinity is socially constructed, it still believes that there is some biological influence. So all that means to me is that I can define it as much as I can keep learning from it. And it's all my choice. Yes, I can be guided from my father, his father, or from the men in my environment, which is super important because that helps to harness that masculine energy. But at the end of the day, I get to decide the man I am. Hopefully it's one that gives back and is constructive to society. So here we go. What is a man? I say a man is a lover and a grower of self-care with appearance of strength and fortitude. Now strength, again, doesn't have to be with the body. Strength can be endurance, being able to hold it, patient. And fortitude, you already know, consistency over intensity. Look to be genuine in your works. So what's number one? What is number one of my 10 pillars of manhood? Number one is self-honesty. Accepting when you are wrong. As men, we should learn to take responsibility for our actions and see ourselves as leaders to our life. Fear only what you can control. You have the power to move mountains. Now, if that doesn't make sense to you, it's not for you. These are my pillars. My first thing to set up and stand for is self-honesty. Am I doing what I want to do, what I say I want to do? And am I actually enjoying myself, accepting when I am wrong? Now in society, in American society, I'm a black man. And I know that there are conditions and self-deprecation and mental and physical, all types of things around meant to kind of keep me down. Now, whether that system is in my house or in my home or in my life, it's really still important for me to have a sense of self-honesty and creating a space for healing in all of that. I can't bring that hurt home enough that it affects my family. And ignoring it is not the answer. 
So self-honesty. The second pillar, knowing how to learn. I think it kind of connects with the first pillar. Because if I'm accepting when I'm wrong, that means there's something for me to learn. So number two, knowing how to learn. Understanding that learning is a skill. Creating your lane and driving your goals to success to that finish line. Developing that blinders of virtue look. Here in society, once again, it's important for me to understand or at least accept the place that I'm believed to be in. So as a black man in my place, we are positioned to not be seen as readers and learners of knowledge. We got guns and rap and sports, but how often is it socially known or possibly even socially accepted for a man, more so even a black man, to be known as a voracious reader? Of course it exists. I'm saying it's not a social norm. So with the second pillar, knowing how to learn and learning is a skill, if you're around people that might think reading is not cool, then you might need to check yourself as a man or the man you want to be and start reading, start learning more. This is how you under, this is what I've learned to get better in life. It's not so much using school or um, what they call that, street knowledge to get me along. No, it's also picking up a book and digesting that shit and learning it and using it for my betterment. All right, we can keep going on that subject. But number three, growing your tribe and your family. Being around like-minded people. Also being the example of the people and energy you want in your life. Again, I think these all connect. So if I'm knowing how to learn, I'm also growing my tribe and my family in that energy whether directly or indirectly, they get to be a part of the experience with me. And the more I believe that, and the more I step into that, guess what? The world around me changes. It's real. It's not even a joke when people say that, or when you hear that, or when you read that. It's true. So these 10 pillars really help me to step into that energy often. So when I'm growing my tribe and my family, I want to be around like-minded people. It's okay if I'm not around like my uh, not like-minded people. I don't want to feel like it's okay to be around people that don't balance with me just because I need to be around people. No. Then it's okay to be by myself if that's best. Moving on to number four. Do the thing that scares you. Now, this requires an acceptance of the unknown type of mind. That doubting energy, possibly. But here's where self-confidence can stand up. Your self-confidence is yours. You don't have to ask any external thing as to what it means to be self-confident. You become a problem solver in that way. And at the end of the day, you must level up. Every day you must at least give yourself the satisfaction of either completing the day or doing something even more out of the day that's not normally done. So if you wake up in the morning, make your bed, brush your teeth, wash your face, 
possibly drink some water, say hi, bye to your family, and go on to your day. Maybe even pray before that. My point is you have a routine that mentally calms you down and gets you prepared for your day. So that when you step into the things that scare you, you can accept that unknown because you know it's just a part of the journey, a part of you leveling up for the day. Number five, let go of people's opinion. Now, for me, that connects back to number four. If I'm doing the thing that scares me, I'm not so caught up in people's opinion. For sure, my loved ones can give me some of their thoughts. But at the end of the day, the decision is mine. I am a man. It's okay to be standing by myself on my own decisions. I don't need to hurt anyone in that process as well. So letting go of people's opinion is just that. Your self-honesty is more important than theirs. This goes back to the first pillar. Number six, buy a weapon or become the weaponless weapon. Kind of self-explanatory. But you don't necessarily need it to, you don't need a weapon in preparation for something you may not want to be prepared for. The weaponless weapon option is turning your body into a machine, getting your health up, getting your wellness together. Start focusing on your cardio, like literally doing it, not just talking it, not just doing it for a particular season or time, just doing it, coming up with a solid routine, a six-month plan, and being a man and sticking to it. Get some help. That's okay too, bruh. But just do it. Stay consistent. Don't give up. Discipline yourself. Level up. So, buy a weapon or become the weaponless weapon is number six. You have to learn to protect your home in and out, your mind and your family around. It's super important. Number seven, pray in the morning, meditate at night. So I mentioned that earlier when I was talking about your routine. But praying in the morning and meditating at night, it's such a powerful balance to your being, to your day. Praying is talking to God and meditating is allowing your energy and your body to align, is listening to the message of the day. So if you're praying and talking to God in the morning, then you're listening to his message at night. That's number seven. Number eight, show up with integrity. Don't cheat. Don't cheat yourself. Don't lie. And be ready to die. Take ownership. No ego needed here. I want to talk a little bit about the ready to die part. That sounds pretty, hmm, anything you want that feels imbalanced. But I want you to bring in the understanding of what I mean when I say ready to die. It's not that you want to die. But if you're not showing up with integrity and you're cheating yourself and lying around you, you're really not living. 
So if you want to live, in my interpretation, you have to be ready to die. And to be ready to die is standing to your honesty. Is showing up with integrity. Again, you don't have to push your ego or your energy in a way that it's looking to hurt the world or things around you. Because it's going to come back to you. The deal is to create that balance. And if you got to show up with integrity, integrity, that's in you. It's not outtegrity. Hopefully you understand that. Number nine, celebrate your success and your wins. Now, as a man that I choose to be and around the men that I grew up around, there was not a lot of celebrations for these men. They didn't celebrate their birthdays. They didn't celebrate a good week. They didn't celebrate. I don't remember often enough where a man in my family or in my experience growing up was really happy about something they accomplished enough that they're sharing it with others, sharing that energy. I know when I started doing that, it definitely had its journey. I say that. And of course, I definitely had my emotional energy in motion, my my stand on my standpoint on it. I remember one guy told me I wanted to take a picture of him. It was like back in high school and not of him with him. You know, this was like um, I think it was the last day of school. And back in high school, we used to all go around. I think they gave us like the last hour, last two hours of school to just walk around and say bye to everybody or whatnot. And I wanted to take a picture with, I guess, my friend. And he's like, nah, guys don't take pictures together. Why you want to do that? That's that's not it. I was like, oh, word. okay." And then he kind of made fun of me for it. With the other guys. Like, this nigga want to take a picture of me. Look, I... Okay. I don't know what his point was. <laughs> um, I definitely wasn't offended by it. But I more so... I guess what I felt or what I was returned to me was that, hey, he don't like pictures. <laughs> he don't want to take pictures. I didn't... I don't. I don't know what... I later understood, I guess, the homophobia behind it. But I, at that point, I didn't see that. I was just like, okay, you don't want to take pictures. But why you got to make fun of me about it? Anyway, number 10. So number nine, <laughs> celebrate your wins and success. Super important, man. Enjoy yourself. Uh, number 10, remembering our why. Remembering your why. Having a reason to live and your joy. As men, our children and our wives could be our why our family. If we don't have that yet or at all, then celebrating your why is celebrating why you live so well with your life, why you intentionally try to do all the things that better you. Reach out to your family, do good to others, learn to grow your tribe, do the things that scare you, having self-honesty, knowing how to learn, praying and meditating, buying a weapon or becoming the weapon less weapon, letting go of people's opinion, do the things that scare you. You get it. You get it. You don't have to have a typical setup to be a man. You choose to be a man. And in my 10 pillars of manhood, this is how I choose to be a man. This is how I define masculinity in my life. This is how I live 
masculine. How about you? If you're listening to this on Apple iTunes, right? Apple Podcasts. You can give a rate and review and let me know. You can come on over to Instagram at OnlyBlackCosmonon and let me know there too. Hit me up with a DM. Hit me up with a comment. Or you can just take it back to yourself and reflect. This episode was definitely talking about men and our masculine energy. And for me, introducing you to or back to my 10 pillars of manhood. If you notice, they haven't changed. The biggest thing that's changed is my energy about them. Since I've been implementing them, hopefully you might have seen that. One brother I was talking to recently said, man, I noticed around a certain time you just went blast. You just was give you online and you're giving all this work and all this knowledge. You got these seminars, these little classes. You, and I was like, yeah, bro. And that was just breathing for me. I created a plan. I decided on it and just started executing. So here we go again. I took some time off, of course, but my time off is <laughs> might be different from what you think. We are in the 10th episode of this podcast season. And um, I guess, what did I wanted to say there? I don't know. So season, we are on the 10th episode of this podcast season. And Karma Kofa is about looking back and taking that energy, creating that positive intention, that life freedom to let go of that dis-ease we create. Sankofa is not a wrong, what, I, what did I say? It's not wrong to go back for which you have forgotten. You know, it's super important to remember your past. Africans, this is our energy. Karma, being an Indian word and associated with definitely that dharma, that energy, that karma, sorry, and um, yoga. It's all about what you put in and what you put out or what you get back from that. It's such a powerful word, karma, to create positive intentions and live freely. Sankofa is to go back and take what is positive and take what is right and put it into your now. I mesh those tools by remembering my past, knowing how to learn. These 10 pillars, <laughs> strangely enough, are my karma kofa. So what are your ways to remember and grow? What are your ways of working on the best version of yourself here and now? I have a belief that we came to this dimension to vibrate at the highest level possible. All our experiences is about experiencing that vibration at the highest positive level possible. So for us to do that, of course, we got to be clean. We got to be clear. Our consciousness has to have a certain level of clarity, right? So these are my steps. These are my process. These are my ways of increasing my vibration. Being reminded of my masculine energy in relation to how that might balance with the feminine within, but also how it makes me a better man, how it makes me a better hmm, individual that I choose to be. Word. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode.
As some of you already know, with Anchor.fm, you can create your own podcast as well. I love to do it because it's therapy. I hope that you're taking this space too to learn with me. We can do this. Oh yeah, it's Father's Day. Did I mention that? And the summer just started. So much going on over here. I just want you to stay guided. Right? Namaste.